Welcome to the Spiritual Scientist Podcast, where we journey through science and spirituality, modern and ancient practices, and make connections between the mind, body, and soul for optimal health and well-being. I'm your host, Sarah Fieschi, nutritionist, research scientist, energy healer, lifestyle coach, and mother of three. I am truly humbled you are joining me on this magical journey of bridging the gap between science and spirituality. Hello, beautiful Kiara. I am delighted to have you on the Spiritual Scientist podcast today. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful for this experience and your time. And um, yeah, I'm just so excited to be here. Oh, it's going to be amazing. I can just already feel uh, the vibes around it, Kiara. (laughs) Um, So today we're going to talk a little bit about mothering um, with the aspect of spiritual mothering. Uh, But before we sort of take a deep dive into that topic area. Kiara, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, the work that you do and your lovely business? Thanks, Sarah. I will. Um, So my business is called Bloom Mama Wellness. Um, And I've been a yoga and Pilates instructor for about nearly 10 years now. Um, Ever since I was in my teens, I have been really fascinated by health and wellness. Um, I was a quite a larger teen and I dropped a lot of weight and that just sort of um, drew, drew me into this sort of um, world of actually, you know, mindfulness and um, nourishing your body. And then obviously the physical side of it, which um, back then was obviously a lot of movement and then slowly moved into the yoga and um, Pilates. So more mindfulness based movement. Um, And then ever since I became a mother um, about three and a bit years ago, that's when I just felt this huge um, intuitive pull to create blue mama wellness. And Blue Mama Wellness is all about just really nourishing um, our um, spiritual side as a mother um, and also our energetic side in terms of energy healing and um, yogic healing and um, mindfulness and meditation, all these little different aspects that I pop into the business. Um, And uh, I'm just completing my food coaching um, course as well. So I'm wanting to bring nutrition into it as well. Um, But Blue Mama Wellness is not just for the mother. Um, You know, it is typically for all Um, in general, um, in terms of, um, you know, who's attracted to me. Beautiful. That's so beautiful. And Kiara, it's so, look, it's so beautiful to hear that when you became a mother, this is when you felt this pull to create the business that you work in today um, with both mothers and other women. So that in your experience of becoming a mother that you was it was there something that was 
that I mean, loads. What 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 happens when you become a mother? Lots of stuff, right? But what was it for you, Kiara, that made you sort of feel and think that you wanted to be working in this area with other women, with other mothers, in terms of this very much about, um, you know, incorporating differing modalities for nourishment? Yeah, definitely. So um, I've been teaching prenatal yoga for a while before becoming a mother. And I just always remembered thinking, oh, you know, I didn't have that. I had a passion, but then I felt like, oh, you know, are these women really going to take me seriously? Because, you know, I'm not speaking from experience. I haven't been pregnant. I haven't birthed a baby. And, you know, I haven't done um, all these things that I was talking about. And I, um, and I feel like, you know, you know, the connection is super important. Um, and I still have beautiful takeaways from the women that came to my classes and their birthing stories and all of that, because obviously you're teaching, you're still teaching all of it. Um, but then once I actually lived it and I lived the pregnancy and I had a really um, good pregnancy I can't really fault obviously a few little things that we all experience but I can't really fault my pregnancy experience and and I credit that to being active with my yoga every day um and um I did hypnobirthing so um that really drew me into this beautiful world of mindfulness to bring into pregnancy and to bring into the birthing um experience which I had never I mean, nobody around me had done this sort of stuff. So it was just, it was just all these things that I was super attracted to. And I had an amazing birth using yoga and hypnobirthing. Um, and I just, you know, I had this intense passion to actually teach that, you know, birth doesn't have to be scary. Pregnancy doesn't have to be this time where you feel, um, you know, uh, unloved in your body or, you know, because you're growing and, and you are obviously, you know, your body's taking on this this form of transformation and um, a lot of women feel like, oh, you know, I'm getting bigger and, and, and it sort of pulls us away from that sense of self-worth and self-love and um, it's a time where you can really judge yourself. Um, so I just wanted to sort of bring this energy out of, all of this experience that, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be, oh, I'm scared to birth my baby because you hear so many crazy stories these days, um, unfortunately, because people are just sort of going into birth without without having their own power, their own intuitive wisdom and their own um, beautiful energy that, you know, we as birthing mums have to bring to the um to the birth ultimately you know we do have obstetricians and we have midwives and all these other beautiful people that help us but ultimately it's up to us and and our energy at the end of the day and how um we birth that baby so that's that's really um how that all sort of grew and and flourished and then it's sort of taken on from there um into a lot of different different things like energy healing and <laughs> lots of stuff so yeah amazing amazing um the hypnobirthing is fascinating and yeah you've mentioned that no one else around you had gone down that path yet you chose to 
because you were sort of being pulled or attracted to that type of birthing experience. So I really commend you, Kiara, particularly when you don't have that sort of not support structures, but in a way, yes, because no one around you had had mm. been there, done that. And, yeah. you know, it can be, uh, oh, uh, it, it can be a little tricky when you're sort of, you know, you're blazing the trail or you're sort of one of the first in your peer group or family, you know, with your family, your friends to do such a thing. So I think it's really amazing to hear that you went down that path and that you had such a beautiful experience or birthing experience that you felt empowered, um, you know, empowered um, during and from that experience. So that's really beautiful. And that you get to now share that with others, I think is, is, is quite lovely. So Kiara, <laughs> being a spiritual you know, mother or spiritual mothering, what does that mean to you? Um, yeah. So, you know, in terms of this, you know, this sort of um, idea of spiritual mothering, really, it's just about being present. So I feel like as a mother, we can, and especially as a conscious and mindful mother, put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be the absolute most beautiful and peaceful and calm and loving <laughs> energy, but um, it's just not realistic. So I feel like, you know, this um this idea of spiritual mothering is just really you know what does spirituality teach us it teaches us to be present okay so be present with the feelings and the energies that are riding through the body at this moment so if we're having a low vibe day be present with that when we're having a high vibe day be present with that um and then you know bringing into that you know we've got this little being or beings um that we are obviously giving our love to and our energy to each and every day and you know we're in connection mode because you know we are together a lot of the time and you know we chose each other on this this journey in life you know there's no um no right or wrong it's just we are connected and we chose each other I chose my son as my son and he chose me as, as his mother I truly believe that and we are each other's teachers so, you know, we trigger each other off, obviously, because of that. And, you know, we get triggered by our loved ones because, you know, they're in our life as a mirror reflection of who we are. And um, I feel it's really important for us as um, mothers to grow in those times. Um, you know, I've, you know, put a lot of pressure on myself um, throughout you know the waves of mothering to why did you say that why did you do that that wasn't conscious that wasn't really nice that wasn't good you know and really reflecting on all of that and putting a lot of pressure on myself to always be this you know amazing soul being loving uh, mother but it's just not real and it's and, and obviously you know in the times of darkness when we do things that aren't um, obviously what we would like to do that that's the time of growth so I think that's super important you know um, and then actually reflect on all those beautiful times that you know you're up during the night and you're giving them their your energy and you know you've breastfed them maybe if you have or if you haven't it doesn't matter but you've given them so much nourishment and love and energy and focus 
focusing on that as well as the dark times, because I think that we tend to fix our, our attention on the darkness and not so much on the light um, when we're sort of a conscious, conscious mother or a mindful mother. So, um, yeah, that's super important for me to be able to um, bring that energy out there and to teach you know, mothers that it's okay to have those off days. It's okay to have those mummy meltdowns um, because, you know, it's, it's all about growth and it's important for our little, our little souls to see that because they have so many emotions and, and, and we want to teach them that all emotions are okay. So honoring the dark times. So okay. So okay. Right. So okay. And, um, you know, I guess with when we are mothering um, or in general just trying to be conscious individuals living in this world, I know from experience that you want to be feeling as positive as possible, like as much as possible, right? But as you've mentioned, Kiara, that's not necessarily a reality. And glossing over those darker times or the darker feelings, the low vibe times, glossing over those or pushing them away and just getting on with it is not, you're, you, you may be missing the opportunity for exceptional growth. Yeah. And so that's where honouring the, the shadows and the, the darker times is, is, can be quite magical and transformational and the way you were talking all through that I could just feel it and I and it's so beautiful to hear you know from a fellow mom talking about those darker times because here we are smiling at each other and you know talking about these um, elements Um, but you know we're here having a great time but there are times where it's not so great and it is really lovely to talk and refreshing to talk about the times that not necessarily go into too great a depth, but talk about the fact that we're all and that, yeah, there'll be times where we will say something or do something and think, why did, why did we go down that path? But even that in itself, that, that form of reflection is so important too in that sort of growth period, isn't it? Being aware that maybe what you've done wasn't necessarily ideal or what you would like or what you're working towards, but you did. Why is that so? What was the trigger? What was the trigger in the little human? Um, why did that all come about? So I think that's all very important stuff not, not to gloss over and move on so quickly as much of our society will have us perhaps doing sometimes. So it's just that culture to push on, keep on going. Mm-hmm. I know I definitely yeah. engaged in that culture for far too long even while smothering and I can see that now going I so don't want to go there I understand why I went there Um, and that was part of my my transfer you know my sort of yeah growth and development but but yeah it's it's really really interesting Um, and Mm. you've mentioned those lighter times that sometimes yeah we do gloss over those as well and we focus on what's not so right and what we'd like mm. to change but then we have a whole heap of stuff that's just going along beautifully yeah focusing exactly. on that is important yeah you know and just um you know uh, yeah you know bring what, what we bring our energy to is what is growing at the end of the day so I find you know as human beings most of the time we're looking at lack 
I don't have this, I don't have that, you know, I want this, I want that, you know, we're looking at, you know, lack all the time. And then, you know, as being, you know, in a, in a space of spirituality, we learn to just really amplify the energy that you do have. So the gratitude and um, all those beautiful qualities that you do have. And when you actually sit there and go, wow, I have so much love in my life. I have a beautiful house, you know, I have these beautiful, amazing beings around me. I have this amazing job. There's just so much that we have that, you know, we tend to just go, oh, well, and continue looking. I want to be, you know, this person. I want to continue doing this. I want to keep growing, you know, all this sort of stuff. And, and then, you know, just be present and really connecting to where are we right now in this moment um, and really amplify that energy. And that's only going to attract where we want to be really at the end of the day so it's a win-win um yeah i think that's super important and something i really want to teach my son as he grows yeah how important to to have those sorts of teachings around our little humans um i mean if you think about where we are you and i and many of us are now um, in our human experience can you imagine what it will be for our little humans as they grow with this um you know i guess perhaps deeper level of consciousness um that we're sort of you know guiding them through on their way in their own life's journey it's um you know, it's quite amazing to think where that may very well lead them and what the world will look like with our little humans all sort of grown up and doing their thing in the world and looking after the world and themselves in perhaps a differing way to to what is, you know, um, perhaps the case at, at the moment or generally mm. speaking that is. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Kiara, you talked about being present what can one do? So as, you know, mum with one or more kids or, you know, lots of lots of stuff going on, perhaps a working mum, a, a mum that is, um, you know, working in terms of the, you know, um, you know, a stay-at-home mum in that respect, lots mm. of activities. How can we uh, be present in our day, um, even if it's a short period of time? What are some of your tips on becoming and remaining present in the day of a mum? Definitely. So I find, um, you know, bringing in a bit of flow of what you enjoy to do during your day. So I really encourage, um, you know, when I'm talking about, you know, our energy as a mother to actually invest in your energy. So sometimes, you know, we just sort of, we wake up to the baby crying or we wake up to the toddler and the children and we go and it's like, you know, so what you've done is you've woken up and you've just attracted and you sort of intertwined into, you know, your child's energy and then you're just going and going and going and going and then, then that's where we start to feel depleted and we start to feel stressed and we become really ungrounded because obviously we know with babies and toddlers and just children in general, there's a lot of energy unfolding. You know, they are such um, spiritual beings because obviously they've just come into the world not long ago and, you know, everything is raw everything is real um, and holding space for that is can be quite triggering and quite hard you know um, so I find waking up 
a little bit before if you can schedule that in and obviously if you've got a newborn or if you've got a baby who's up and down throughout the night um, you might have to wake up with that um, baby and do this um, and do your energy work which is which will obviously be beautiful and intertwined with your little child but if you've got older children or a toddler or somebody um, who is a little bit more structured try to wake up a little bit earlier and just center yourself and just breathe and connect and just find some stability and some grounding time so i always encourage that and it doesn't have to be too much it might be five minutes it might be 10 minutes it might be 15 minutes the more you do it the more you'll want to do it it'll be like you know your medicine of happiness and stability and structure throughout the day it'll be your grounding time and that way when you know you wake up to your children, you're present, you're connected and, and your energy and their energy starts to intertwine and, and flow throughout the day. This doesn't make, this doesn't mean that the day is going to be miraculous, but it means that you've given yourself some time to ground, some time to connect. Maybe something happened the day before that you, you're wanting to just sort of reflect on. This is a great time to journey. So, you know, if it, these all these little things can come into it, but just really simply connecting to meditation. Um, if you're into crystals, you might connect to a grounding crystal um, just to really get you centered for the day. And we all know that our grounding is super important for our, our growth and for us to come from a space of love and from peace and from happiness. So if we're not grounded, we're not centered, um, everything else can be a little bit off balance. So typically I'll say start the day with 5, 10, 15 minutes even of some um, breathing. Breathing, um, find uh, find something online or um, if, you know, on, on YouTube or something that you can follow that's just simple meditation um, and go from there. Um, and then I just find, you know, as well as that, you know, if you can end the day with some meditation as well, that would be awesome. When we finish the day, we want to let go, you know, in the morning we want to create and at the end of the day, we want to let go. So let go of those limiting beliefs, um, let go of anything that was just, you know, sort of obviously something that didn't work well for us and also um, find the time to just recharge your energy for bed and for sleep. So I find the morning and evening meditations are a huge part of um, spiritual growth um, and also for your energy as well. Um, and you might not do them every day. Um, like I said, the more you do it, the more you'll want to do it as a mother, you just will because <laughs> it, it just gets you through. Um, so that's really simply. Um, you know, fill up your cup so you can give to your children, basically, and find time for yourself, you know, schedule in a walk, schedule in some yoga, schedule in some coffee dates with your friends, those little things throughout the week, um, you know, remember yourself, yourself as a being, yourself as a woman, yourself as an individual, you know, you are a mother, but you're not just a mother, you're not just a wife, you're not just a worker, you know, you are you at the end of the day, so that's super important as well. Fill up your cup. Yes, I love that that uh, that saying. It's it's so important for all of us, mothers, yeah. parents, and and everyone. Really, filling up your cup is 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 so so important because if it's not full, 
Um, you're not going to be the person that you want to be. You can only give so much. And when you haven't given to yourself properly, how can you give the way that you would like to others, including your children um, and other family members and friends and um, work colleagues and clients, et cetera. And that's, um, I think that's a really lovely one to come back to. And, and what does that mean to fill up your cup? You've given us some really beautiful um, examples of simple start and end type of meditative activities that are not complicated at all. And it's all about sitting a little, just sort of spending some time with yourself, isn't it, Kiara, rather than just mm. uh, get, um, rolling with the, the busyness of the rush of a day because there'll always be things that need to be done, always. Mm. Um, and yeah. so giving yourself a little time to start and end the day with can be very special and yeah. I can understand when you say that once you start to incorporate such these types of activities in your day that you do want more of them um, yeah. and and then naturally they tend to f- sort of fall into the day more and more especially when you're engaging in activities that are nourishing you that you are enjoying um and sometimes it can be even the battle is trying to get them in because you're like I know I need them and I want them and then with the busyness it's but um you know just that fact of wanting more you're already on that path that eventually that more will come in you know if we just sort of open up and not control too much that even though at a given time particularly as a parent as a mum you think oh I just wish I had 20 more minutes before the kids woke up I know I feel that way 20 more (laughs) minutes just to do xyz for myself um but then many a time, you know, it, it, you know, you just have to let that go and know that um, with those small aligned actions that one day that time will open up even further. Isn't that right, Kiara? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, just really, you know, think that we get into this zone of, oh, it's never going to, it's just always going to be like this, you know. So I've just recently been doing toilet training and we've spoken a bit about this and it's yes, just been, have. yeah, it's been really challenging. <laughs> and, you know, my son's very resistant and, and, and trying to, yeah, just trying to spiritually mother him <laughs> throughout these really fiery situations has been very expansive for me as a mother again to go back into my growth and go, okay, so that wasn't a good idea. (laughs) Let's try it differently next time. So, you know, I get caught up in, and I know a lot of mothers do of, um, okay, well, he's just never going to go to the toilet and he's just always going to be like this. And, and then it's like, you know, come back to that center and it's like, this is just right now. And then, you know, a couple of days later, he'll do something that I thought he would never do. And I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, it's about, you know, always being in that, I guess, that sacral chakra energy of flow and remembering that everything is flow, you know, so it's nothing is ever, this is it. And that's how it is forever. Everything is a part of flow. Um, But then when we get caught up in the mind and we, we attach to that idea of, oh, it's just never going to work then. And that's when we can attract that sort of block, you know, okay, it's just not going to work. And I'm going to be working with this 
you know, this issue for a while and oh, why can't things just run smoothly for me? So that sort of ego-based mentality uh, of, of thinking. So yeah, bringing it back into, you know, energy of flow. This is just right now. Let's just breathe into this moment. Let's just connect. Let's focus on the now. And, you know, how is he feeling as a little being who does not use the toilet? I mean, you know, obviously, yeah. how does he feel about it rather than me doing my list of things to do before he goes to kinder, that sort of stuff. So it's really challenging um, to separate the physical mind to the spiritual mind in these sorts of situations. Um, but again, that's where the growth comes in. That's where the, you know, thinking and the going back into, you know, um, researching I love doing research around it and, and reading and listening to lots of mindful um, mindful mothers and mindful um, just you know leaders of the children um, and just listening to all the things that we you know should should be so that we can actually help them move into this transition in a, in a better and easier way and it's it's challenging. <laughs> Oh, it it's is. challenging each and every day. Definitely. It is, it is challenging. There is no doubt about it. There is no glossing over it. There's no making it pretty. It can be downright <laughs> challenging with our little humans for mm. various reasons. And, um, but that time for reflection, that time for exploration, even, you know, the, I love how you say you love researching and I'm sure you're slotting that in, listening to these leaders and whatnot in the area, just to sort of think about um, concepts and, um, yeah, sort of concepts in different ways um, so that it's not just, oh, this is what I read in one book or this is what a friend told me and this is what it should be. Mm. There's so many different elements and they all work so differently in different situations. So, um, you know, I love how you said you love to do that. And I'm sure you're slotting that in. You're making it a priority, um, obviously, to have time to yourself. And then think about these areas in greater depth because that also, you know, you're seeing it as a form of growth and development and nourishment for you too. Um, so, I think that's really important as well. And that morning and evening, again, that sort of ritual, um, mm. very short, simple ritual, even every couple of days, that gives you a little bit of time to reconnect with, you, with yourself and sort of, um, as particular at the start of the day, finish, you know, sort of start your day on a clean slate on a, this is a new day, that was yesterday, that was really hard, yeah. but today is a new day and not necessarily bringing that energy from the previous day or days over yeah. to that day that you're in now so yeah, um, exactly. that's really beautiful how you talked about being present in that way and at the end of that day sort of yeah um you know washing yourself of all that energy that's sort of been around and going okay packed up my bags for the day now it's time to <laughs> rest and restore and start that yeah. next day on a clean slate beautiful yeah, exactly and I find um you know, like this morning, for instance, I didn't want to get out of bed. So, you know, um, I just did an energy shower in the shower. I just did a, beautiful. you know, yes. I just did uh, some visualization, you know, I felt, okay, I don't want to get out of bed. And then, you know, my ego based mind was like, oh, you know, you need to get out of bed and you know, you need to do this. And you know, and then I was like, okay, relax, hang on, just chill out. Um, 
let's do it in the shower. Let's just wash our energy in the shower and, you know, it will be fine. It is what it is right now. This is how the day panned out. I wanted to sleep in, all good. Um, and I find, like, even if I do wake up with my son, like, I'll grab my grounding crystal and I'll focus on just, you know, we'll easily move into the day and um, we'll breathe into that. And it doesn't mean I'm sitting there meditating with him, but, you know, I've got my crystal in my hand whilst we're doing this and that. And it's just those conscious moments of how can I bring the spirituality into the mothering journey? How can I intertwine this and that, um, you know, on those not so ideal mornings that we don't actually want to get out of bed, you know? <laughs> Yeah, get out of bed and spend 30 minutes with ourselves. Yeah, that doesn't always, not always feeling the love there for that. I love your, the energy, um, you know, the energy clearing showers. They're they're so beautiful. And, you know, we have a shower. Why not envisage all the energy just being washed off morning and night? I love sometimes when it's been a particularly hairy day um, at night is just uh, so purifying I feel, mm. and uh, yeah. you know, you really go to bed feeling like ah, yeah, it's done, it's dusted, and I'm ready to to really relax and get a good night's sleep, as good as it can be, um, depending on the situation, especially when you've got little ones if they are waking <laughs> up. But but just yeah. washing away what no longer serves for your beautiful yeah. restorative sleep, amazing. Kiara, can you tell us a little bit about, um, so, you know, some of the services and the programs that you are currently offering and where the listeners to this podcast can find you? Sure. So um, at the moment, my business is pretty virtual <laughs> with what has been going on. Um, I take a Saturday morning um, 90 minute yoga healing um, class via Zoom, and that's typically from 10 a.m. to 11:30 a.m. And that is um, available live, or you can just purchase the recording. So I know that life is busy again, um, and we can't all sort of catch that time. Um, but what typically every week I'll have a different sort of structure. Um, you know, we'll be talking obviously about different things. So sometimes it's a heart chakra um, yoga class. Sometimes it's a grounding class. Sometimes it's a, um, I think this week we're doing a, a, a releasing class after the full moon this week. So there's always a different sort of structure to the class and that's open to everybody, um, not just mothers. And then um, I do a prenatal yoga class as well. Um, so there's only a couple of weeks left of the year. Um, I know, it's gone. But yeah, if you feel... Um, yeah, just check into my socials and see um, sort of what I'm up to. Um, I'm under Bloom Mama Wellness, so Bloom underscore Mama underscore Wellness on Facebook and Bloom underscore Mama underscore Healing on Instagram. Um, so, yeah, just check into socials and, um, yeah, just sort of tune into where I am. Um, you know, I'm moving into... Um, into maternity leave soon as well but um always just keep an eye on me in on social media that way you can sort of see what's going on and um I will always have little a little um little things on offer um as I move through I'm sure 
Oh, yeah. And you have some yeah beautiful offerings. And I've been in one of your um, yoga classes on the Saturday and I haven't been able to, to get to another one since because I guess having all three kids around. Um, but yeah. as you mentioned, the recording is there. You've just, it sort of dawned on me. Of course, there's the recording there. It can be done anytime, <laughs> multiple times. Um, and as you've mentioned, you are, well, you're, you're, um, you know, pregnant over halfway and uh, you're going to be moving into a very beautiful next phase um, come the first half of, of next year. But uh, you'll, you always have some beautiful, like lots of lovely stuff that you're sharing on your social. So I'll pop all the, that information um, in the show notes. Uh, Kiara, it's, it's been amazing uh, chatting with you about mothering and, and focusing on the spiritual sense today on the podcast. Um, thank you so much for your time and thank you to all the listeners uh, for your time also. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. I really appreciate it and sending you all so much love. Thank you. <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you, Kiara. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you have any questions or comments, please connect with me on Instagram at Food Spirit Wellness. Also, if you feel guided, I would be so appreciative if you could rate the podcast and share it with others you feel may enjoy it or benefit from it. And this way, the podcast can reach more and more people. Until next time, be sure to nourish your mind, body and soul.